Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In five, four, three, two, one. It's time for the rundown with Rob Sanders. Well, we're waiting. Welcome into the rundown. It's a Tuesday afternoon. Looking forward to chatting with Samoa Joe in just a second from the WWE. Let's head out to the hotline. We'll have that conversation right now. And I welcome into the rundown Samoa Joe from the WWE. Joe, how you doing today, bud? I'm excellent. How about yourself? Good, man. It's great to have you on the show. Of course, you will be in Columbia next Monday night. In a fatal four-way match with Jeff Hardy, Randy Orton, and Shinsuke Nakamura. Of course, you can uh, go online and get your tickets now at the Colonial Life Arena website. Joe, I've got some questions for you, though, man. You've had a great career around the world. You've been a top guy in several different promotions. When you signed with WWE and went to NXT, what was the big difference from working with other promotions? Uh, you know, honestly, just the scale of production and, and how big of a reach WWE has. Obviously, they've got to the universe worldwide thing and and uh you know to kind of cover all four corners of the earth and, and find our fans out there it's uh it's a very unique and uh and unusual situation that you don't often find yourself in so it's pretty cool all right so now i mentioned the the guys that you're going to be wrestling uh next week include uh, jeff hardy randy orton and shinsuke nakamura all those guys have traveled the world they're great west wrestlers do you have anybody that you would like to work with that you have not had a chance to yet I mean, it's a good competition. I think a lot of those guys uh, that you mentioned in that match are, are, are people who are definitely on the radar. I mean, uh, Randy, Randy's definitely one. Uh, guys like Rusev, and, and you know, etc. I mean, you look up and down the SmackDown roster, I think you'll find more dream matches than anything. So uh, there's still a lot of ground to be covered as far as the potential opponents. Now, I mentioned I mentioned the guys that are on the rosters. There's someone from back in the in the classic land. I mean, someone that may be retired, not doing this anymore, that you'd like to work with. Absolutely, you know, uh, you know. Unfortunately, circumstances would never allow it. But uh, you know, Bruiser Brody is a guy that I would love to tangle up with. All right, so um, some more questions that I have here, and of course, you face AJ Styles at SummerSlam for the WWE Championship. You've also faced Brock Lesnar for the Universal Title. Do you have the same mindset when you're preparing for each one of these championship matches? I mean, the, the the series has been pretty simple since I started. And, it, you know, you go out there and I smash my opponent in the face and uh, keep smashing him in the face until he walks away and hands him what's his. Uh, and, and, and it's really no different with either Brock Lesnar or R.G. Styles. I mean, both trench competitors very different, uh, vastly different styles. But at the same time, uh, you know, uh, my, my style is pretty universal and it's pretty effective uh, no matter what yours is. Okay, now, so you mentioned smashing someone in the face. We've seen the curb stop come back uh, with Seth Rollins. 
Is there any chance that you may bring back the muscle buster? Uh, you know, honestly, it's uh, it's something that uh, I don't I wouldn't say I haven't gone anywhere. You know, uh, the, the the clutch has been really effective. If you put people to sleep left and right, uh, but if the need arises, you know, I'll use I'll use and I'll do whatever it takes to to, to win the match. Now, you've worked with, with A.J. Styles before. Can you tell us the kind of competitor he is when he gets into the ring? Uh, you know, honestly, we, he's truly one of the greatest competitors uh, that's ever set foot in the ring or has been in the industry. Uh, the moniker Phenomenal is not uh, misplaced. Um, and, and, you know, he's, he's every ounce of competitor that you would imagine him to be, I think, is, is probably the easiest way to describe it. But, you know, that being said, you know, everywhere A.J. Styles has gone, he's shown up and he's become a champion. And then I've shown up and I've taken that championship away from him. And uh, we're looking to continue that historical streak uh, come SummerSlam. All right, now this is just something that, that I've noticed as a fan. When you come to the ring, you've got the towel around your neck. When did that start? Is that something you just picked up along the way? Yeah, absolutely. You know, we're going out there, we're competing out there at competition, and, uh, you know, you go out there with your corner, you're ready to go, you know. Towel over the head, fucking all business. <laughs> I hear you on that. Now, I know you're on the road a good bit, and obviously staying in shape uh, can be hard on the road with, with traveling and stuff like that. So I know that if you have a match one night, you've got to get to the next town the next night. Tell us a little bit about that process, because I don't think a lot of folks really know, I mean, the, the drive and the grind. And, and how do you keep up with nutrition when you're on the road? You know, a really average day for us is we show, we show up into a town, uh, airport straight to a gym, get a workout, shower, clean up. Head out, you know, you find, uh, find, you know, what restaurants, uh, you know, will cater to whatever, you know, you're, you're doing at the time. Uh, you know, which, which, which is rough at first, but obviously a lot of us travel for many, many years. And, uh, you know, guys have their systems figured out, their gyms figured out. Um, you know, the, the, the expanse of how many, uh, places that you're a regular at definitely, uh, grows because, uh, you know, it's 20 when you're a regular at a place that's 350 miles away from your house. But, you know, you get to, through there so many times a year that they, they remember you're coming back in. So you got to build this network. And, uh, you know, the, the longer that you've been at it, usually the better your network is. So uh, and hopefully it that's time. You know, it's, it's, it's a process. It's always evolving. But it's a difficult one. You know, it's a lot of driving, a lot of, uh, a lot of time away from home. But you learn to uh, make the road your home. Or you go insane. You know, it's, it's one of the two. <laughs> I hear you on that. Now, but my final question for you this afternoon, I'm speaking with Samoa Joe, WWE superstar. He is going up for the championship at SummerSlam, but he'll be in Columbia the m- next Monday night at the Colonial Life Arena, a four-way match with Jeff Hardaway, excuse me, Jeff Hardy, Randy Orton, and Shinsuke Nakamura. Should be a great, great match. But my final question to you, Samoa Joe, I know that you travel across the country a lot, but college football is big here in the South. I know you're from Orange County. Do you follow college football out West, or are you more of an NFL-type guy? Well, I think as we all know out West, uh, college football does not resonate with anybody unless you're an alumnus of that school. That being said, I'm a recent transplant to the South. Uh, we kind of kind of uh, shared time between uh, between Florida and 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 uh, Orange County. And uh, the one thing that I have learned is that college football is king down in the South. And uh, yeah, I, I, the weekly uh, banner wars that I see on front of the houses around my neighborhood uh, is an indication that uh, I've learned to uh, begin to appreciate the sport. So, uh, you know, I'm down in Tampa for right half the year, so uh, I like to support the local team, the USF boys. They're strong program, strong squad, but, uh, you know, I got I got Florida State and Florida has, uh, got me surrounded with a few Ohio State so it's in. So it's a, it's a neighborhood rivalry. It's a lot of fun. All right, Samoa Joe, man, I really appreciate you joining us on the rundown today. Looking forward to seeing you in action next Monday night.
Awesome, man. Thank you. All right, Samoa Joe joining us on the program today, and we appreciate WWE setting that up for us. Some interesting stuff there. If you are a WWE fan, you, you got to love the fact that he said, uh, we, when we asked him about the muscle buster, which was a move that may have gotten him um, not really a lot of heat in the backgrounds there, but some uh, uh, someone did get injured with it, and he, it's kind of been tucked away. And he's gone with the Coquita Clutch, but that Muscle Buster is a heck of a finishing move there if you're into that kind of thing. So, WWE in Columbia next Monday night. Of course, a full card of all kinds of great matches. Charlotte Flair is going to be there. Make sure you get your tickets now. Go to the Colonial Life Arena website, and uh, you can get squared away for that. My favorite thing that... uh, that he did say in addition to taking the question about the muscle buster was um, the fact that the respect the guy has for AJ Styles, which you're going to get in the ring with a guy, you know, um, and I, I don't know. I, I, I really like the fact that he uh, he really did put over AJ Styles a good bit. And those two, I think, are going to have a heck of a match at SummerSlam. So if you missed any part of that, Feel free to download it on the uh, on in the podcast. That'll be up this afternoon about five o'clock. And I really appreciate Samoa Joe coming on the show. I'm gonna try to get him in the studio uh, next week. We'll see how see how that happens. I'm not gonna let him put me in the Coquita clutch. Someone sent me a message on Twitter at Rob Sounds Good saying that if he was in studio, would you let him put you in the clutch? No, it's not happening. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not letting Samoa Joe get me into anything. Although he's big enough that he could probably just do whatever he wanted to do anyway, but I'm going to try to avoid that at all costs. But WWE next week, next Monday night at the Colonial Life Arena. Go online right now and get your tickets for that. I will be there. It's going to be a great show. And it's kind of a cool thing to do right here before we get into football season. Kind of a break there. So i tell you what, here's what we're going to do now. I've got the Gamecocks practice today, and I got some interesting comments from their offensive, uh, excuse me, their defensive line coach, Lance Thompson. And he talked a little bit about the Gamecock football team, and he talked about the defensive linemen and where they're at right now, especially when dealing with a pass rush. Uh, today was the first day of pads, you know. Um, we're really, you know, with the three guys we got up front that came that last year played ball, we're, we're confident with them. We think they're better. They're doing some good things. And with those guys inside and the guys we have outside, I think we'll be in a better situation with, you know, answering your question with Rush. But, but right now, I'll be honest with you, with the young guys, you know, Dave was first day of pads, so that's always a reality check, you know. But, um, you know, all we're trying to get them to do is, um, you know, accept our expectations in terms of, you know, playing with effort, playing with toughness, playing with discipline. And I'll be honest with you guys, this generation of kid, really, you start from, you know, ground zero. You teach them how to listen. You know, you say, hey, what day of the week it is, and they tell you January. <laughs> so, you know, we're really trying to get them to listen, understand that this is a process, and don't get frustrated with expectations or what your mom and dad are wanting you to do or what, you know, you guys want them to do. Let's just go out and work hard, work right every day, and be the best we can be. There you go, defensive line coach Lance Thompson talking about the Gamecock pass rushers, and that's an area that the Gamecocks can use some improvement in. They were 20, they had 26 sacks last season, good enough for 10th in the conference. They finished 25th in scoring defense, but obviously if you rush the passer a little bit more, those numbers will go up. 
they'll definitely go up. So interesting stuff there um, with the Gamecocks. And Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. They're uh, passing, uh, excuse me, rushing the passer there. So if you missed the interview with Samoa Joe, I'll have it up on the website a little bit later today. Good stuff there with the guy that I think is going to do some great stuff at SummerSlam. We'll see. So shout out to Brian online, watching on Facebook Live today. And um, he got me his question to Samoa Joe. And there you go. I answered it. He had the question about uh, bringing back the muscle buster. So, And Samoa Joe was kind, of, he was kind of flat with that. He's like, well, it hasn't gone anywhere. <laughs> Meaning, hey, dummy, I could go and put that on whenever I want. So that's interesting. Interesting stuff there with Samoa Joe from the WWE. All right, so I've got some other stuff that we're going to get into today. We're going to talk about Urban Meyer, but only for a second. The only thing I'm going to say about Urban Meyer is until he gets, uh, until something happens where he's going to get fired, I'm not going to bring him up anymore on my show. That's where I'm at with this story, because the more and more I hear about it, the more and more it just, the story frustrates me and the way the fans are acting up there at Ohio State frustrates me. It's, it's at a point where they think winning is more important than anything else, and I'm just not going to deal with it. So from now on, until he's fired, I will not mention Urban Meyer on this show. There you go. I promise you that. Two promises this week. One, I will not, let a, I will not interview a punter. And two, we're not going to talk about Urban Meyer until he's fired. Yeah, I'm painting myself into a corner here on that one, but those two things, it's just not going to happen. It's just not going to work. So I've got some other stuff today, too. We're going to talk about North Carolina. These kids selling their shoes. What? What? You're selling your shoes? It doesn't make any sense. I mean, I guess if you need the money for that kind of thing. But you think that people aren't going to know that you're going to sell your shoes? What is wrong with you? Just crazy, crazy stuff there. And uh, I just don't get it. I don't get that front. We'll talk about that in just a little bit. Actually, I'll get into that now. How about that? I've got my stuff right here in front of me. They're suspending 13 players. They got uh, the team sold school-issued sneakers in exchange for up to $2,500 in cash. So what happened is, is that they get, apparently, they get more than one pair of shoes. They get three or four pairs of shoes. And they were selling them all. And, of course, North Carolina, you got to admit, they're, they're, uh, they're on the Jumpman brand. I got to see these uh, uniforms and stuff at ACC kickoff. It looks really sharp with the Michael Jordan jump logo on it. But you can't sell your shoes. I mean, I just don't get it. So they got some guys that are going to be out for four games, which includes Chaz Surratt, who is who was in the running to be their starting quarterback. So congratulations. Your season has turned into a pile of, of goo. Um, it, it, it really, really has with potentially your starting quarterback being an issue out for four games. 
Offensive lineman Brian Anderson, offensive lineman Kieran Johnson, these guys are all suspended for four games. Defensive back Greg Ross for two games. Trey Shaw for two games. Another quarterback is out for one game. And they're allowing them to stagger the suspensions. You know, I have a problem with that. Here's what I think. You're suspended. I don't care what happens with your program. Everybody gets suspended. Simple as that. I'm sorry. Here's what, here's what happens on that front. If you don't have enough players, then guess what? You forfeit. Learn to have better institutional control. There's my term for the uh, NCAA for today. From the NCAA, because that's what they normally bust people with unless they're North Carolina. But I, I don't understand the point that they're letting them uh, stagger the suspensions so that it doesn't you know, affect their ability to field a team. Well, obviously, if you've got 13 guys on your team that have sold shoes, uh, yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> that is a big problem. And when you hit these coaches with that stuff, that they're not going to be able to put a team out there. And don't give me this mess with, well, what about the other guys that were doing what they were supposed to do? I'm sorry. I don't feel sorry for those guys. I don't. People get injured on, on stuff like... Uh, people fall into things like this all the time. If it happens, you're all on the team together. One man goes down, you all go down. It's as simple as that. The North Carolina story, every time it seems like we're in the clear with something, they had, um, second, they had violations announced like right after kickoff. Then they got this stuff here coming up now. It's almost like every month, something's going on in Chapel Hill. Have you noticed, though, that you don't really hear much about the basketball program? I wonder why that is. Hmm, that's a point to ponder. Hmm, I don't know. I can just assume things. I mean, the culture up there is an absolute mess. I mean, it really, really is. I'm not sure what's going on, but the NCAA obviously doesn't care. If they did, they'd have harsher penalties than just suspending them for these games. Make it hurt. Make them forfeit some games. You don't have enough guys to go out there? Oh, well. Sucks to be you. This is The Rundown. If you want to respond to that, give me a call at 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832 is the number. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio 1400. Welcome back to The Rundown. Follow Rob on Twitter at RobSoundsGood. Welcome back to The Rundown. I am Rob Sanders. Thanks for joining me this afternoon. Interview with Samoa Joe from the WWE will be up about 5 o'clock this afternoon. He answers some pretty cool questions. He's very direct, sort of like the way he is in the ring. I mean, he... Point blank, he, it, it wasn't like he was thinking about anything that was, uh, he wasn't looking for like a, a canned answer. It was just how he felt. So that's kind of cool. It's going to be cool to see him in that match next week with, uh, with Hardy and Orton and Nakamura. That's, he could be a bull in a china shop in that match because those are, they're all big boys, but Samoa Joe is just a monster. 
All right, so we'll catch that in just a little bit. Later on this week, Matt Smith from southernpigskin.com will join us on Friday. Um, yeah, <laughs> I say that because uh, his predictions are going to make some Gamecock fans angry. And I'm talking about the Gamecock fans that are running around telling me, oh, yeah, we're going 10-2, and two, even though your defensive line coach, when he was asked about a four-man pass rush today, laughed at the media. But, hey, Gamecocks are going 10-2. and two. That's Everybody and their brother will tell me that, or 9-3. and three. So uh, Matt from southernpigskin.com will join us on Friday. On Thursday, you ever heard the theory a spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go down? The whole thing from Mary Poppins. I give the Gamecock fans the spoonful of sugar on Thursday. When the Gamecock apologist, the comrade Mike Dabreski, joins us in studio, he will tell you why the Gamecocks are going 9-3, and 10-2, and two, and why Will Muschamp is the best coach in South Carolina football history. That's the stuff that he'll bring here on um, Thursday. So we're looking forward to that. I've also got a preview with Furman. We'll have that up uh, probably. I might get that in tomorrow. We're uh, working on that behind the scenes. But we're getting closer and closer to college football. It's going to be really cool this week. we got a lot of NFL preseason games going on uh, Thursday night. I believe the Panthers start their preseason. You'll only see Cam Newton and, uh, you know, Christian McCaffrey and those guys. Maybe two series, maybe. It's going to be like, who, how can your backup quarterback shine? You're not going to know much. But it will be nice to see some actual football, you know. Last week's Hall of Fame game, it was great to see it. But then it's like after about a quarter of it, you're like, ugh, this is depressing. I don't know if I want to watch any more of this, man. Tough. Tough stuff there. Am I being too harsh on the University of North Carolina? I don't understand the whole staggering of the suspensions. I also don't understand why these kids are selling their shoes. And who's going to buy them from them? Don't don't the people buying them know? Uh, Yeah, this could be a problem. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense to me. I, I don't know. So, two top 25 polls were released today. One from SI.com, one from CBS.com. The CBS Sports Poll we'll go over first. Alabama's number one. Clemson's number two. That's pretty much everywhere you go. Here's the interesting thing, though. As you move down the line here, they've got Georgia at three, Ohio State at four, Wisconsin at five. It's kind of hard to argue any of those. But as you get down towards... The bottom of the poll, South Carolina checks in at 22. Florida checks in at 25. Now, the problem that I have with this, and Florida State is also in at 18. Can somebody please tell me, by calling 803-978-1832, what in the world has Florida and Florida State done to be in, in any poll after last season? I don't get it. I mean, I really don't get it. Because if they're in a poll, I guess I get Mississippi State being in the poll because Dan Mullen left a pretty good team at Mississippi State. But is your coach good enough? Is Dan Mullen worth? Florida won four games last year. Is Dan Mullen worth getting them into the top 25? Because they had essentially the same players. It's not like he's had a recruiting, you know, a, a, a bevy of recruits come in. 
So I'm not sure what Florida or Florida State did to get into the top 25. That makes no sense. doesn't make any sense to me at all. That's from CBS Sports. Now, if you go to SIs.com, their top 25 is a little bit different. They've got Clemson ranked at number one, Alabama at number two, Wisconsin at three, Washington at four. And- lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Then at five, they've got Oklahoma. Six is Georgia. What am I missing here? Oh, it's the Ohio State Buckeyes. They move in at number nine. So it's amazing how some of these polls check out because generally they're all about the same at the top. Where it gets interesting, though, is where they put certain teams. Ohio State at nine. Penn State at 7. Wisconsin at 3. Huh. Very, very interesting there. The Gamecocks are not ranked in this poll. But they do have a couple of other interesting people, uh, interesting teams in the poll. NC State at number 24. Shout out to my old buddy Jonathan Reynolds. I'm sure this is the only poll that he will acknowledge all season. Crazy Wolfpack fan. Also, LSU is at 23. Mississippi State's at 21. I think they're going to be a pretty good football team this year. But then, here's the other interesting thing. My sleeper team that might be this year's Central Florida is Florida Atlantic. They both can throw the ball. They both can do a lot of different stuff. And he's kind of taken some kids that have had problems with other schools. And he's got like a ragtag bunch down there. I hate to use that term, but it's kind of what they are. And these guys are lining up. They've got a big opener with Oklahoma. We'll find out how great they're going to be by the time they get done with uh, by the by the middle of that game with Oklahoma. If they come out and, po- and pounce on Oklahoma and hit them in the face, that game could be interesting. Could be interesting. But SI.com has them ranked 25th. They went 11 and three last year, eight and zero in conference USA, and they beat. Beat the tar out of Akron in the Boca Raton Bowl. That sounds like a bowl I want to go to. The Boca Raton Bowl. I wonder if you get to hang out in Boca Raton. That sounds kind of cool. 803-978-1832 is the number if you want to get involved with the program this afternoon. I I look at these polls, and I don't really like the Big Ten at all. But I don't see the big... They've got Ohio State at 4 in one poll, Ohio State at 9 in the other poll. I guess Urban Meyer's worth five spots. Maybe they know something about this Urban Meyer stuff that we don't. I don't know. The coaching issues there may uh, may come back and bite them. Another team that's interesting to me is Notre Dame. They've got so many different every year. They're they're like right there in the top fifteen or whatever. But they could go out and 
and just not play very well. I don't think they're the national power that they once were. I really don't. I think that they started scheduling ACC teams because their independent schedule really wasn't that tough. Now, their their schedule is tough this year. But I don't know if, if, if kids just wake up every morning thinking, hey, I want to go to Notre Dame, like when I was a kid. That was a big thing to go to Notre Dame and play for Coach Holtz. When they were playing those series with Miami and all that, yeah. Now it's like, yeah, I want to go to Notre Dame, I want to play Navy every year. I don't want to do that. Not to be disrespecting the Naval Academy, but I don't think they really any kid really wants to do that. There are a couple of teams in these polls that I don't think belong there. Obviously, Florida and Florida State, they have no business being in this poll, in my opinion. None whatsoever. In the CBS Sports poll, I, I just don't get it. You can make the argument that Stanford's ranked a little high at 14. And Texas at number 19. They're coming off a 7-6 and six season. You're just going to bump them up into the top 25? I guess some people like Tom Herman. I don't know. He's not very well thought of around here. <laughs> Ask Gamecock fans about Tom Herman. They get upset. 803-978-1832 is the number. 803-978-1832 is the number. If you want to get involved with the program this afternoon, of course, the podcast will be up later. You can uh, check out the interview I did with Samoa Joe. That's going to be kind of cool. And, of course, we'll have more. We'll break down some more of these polls when we come back. Right here on The Rundown on Fox Sports Radio 1400. Now, more of The Rundown. Check out Rob's blog at foxsportsradio1400.com. And welcome back to The Rundown. I am Rob Sanders. I know that we are in the heart of uh, the, 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 quote, talking season. But a story just came across that I think Gamecock fans will appreciate, and that involves Bruce Bowen. Of course, he was the, the young man that the NCAA basically screwed over, in my opinion. But he was the number four team recruit in ESPN's top uh, 127 team. But he has decided to sign a professional contract with the Sydney Kings in Australia. So he'll be uh, with the Sydney Kings. So he's going to go over there and uh, try to get into the uh, into what they do with Australian basketball. Apparently, he had the tryout with the NBA. Obviously, probably needs a little more work. It's kind of hard to go straight from high school to the NBA. But that news just hot off the press there that. He is going to Australia. So was um, his career has gone from, hey, I'm going to Louisville, to, hey, I'm going to South Carolina, to, hey, I'm going to play for a team in Australia. It's amazing how life looks sometimes. It really is. Here's another interesting story that has come out that it's, it's kind of hard for me to, uh, to really get into because I don't like it when... I have daughters, and I don't like it when uh, women are put beneath something. And that's kind of what the WNBA does. And if you'll remember, if you've been following, especially Asia Wilson on Twitter, former Gamecock great, she was tweeting out on Saturday about they're having to deal with flight cancellations and all this, and it took them 26 hours to travel from Las Vegas to Washington 
And by the time they got to the hotel, it was 3.45, about four hours before the scheduled tip-off. So they basically said, oh, well, we're not playing. <laughs> we're not, you know, they just didn't feel safe going out there and playing. They thought that it was too much of a tax on their bodies. Well, the WNBA has come out and ruled that they have to forfeit that game, which, you know what, I don't, I don't, I don't see what, what else they could do. But the league says that they worked extensively with both teams to find a workable solution, delaying the start time to 8 p.m. But they spent 26 hours on a plane. Here's the thing with that. NBA teams charter their planes. These ladies had to fly commercial. Now, I'm not saying that they should have a chartered plane. I'm just saying that that was the cause of it. But it does come down to, I think there's going to eventually be a blow-up with the WNBA because, let's be honest, there isn't a whole lot of folks that go to WNBA games. I mean, if the money's not there, you can't, you can't take these charter jets. That's why players like Diana Taurasi played in Russia. And the Russian team paid her to stay, basically stay in Russia. She didn't want to come home to the WNBA and take a pay cut. So that story is out there as well. That's uh, kind of interesting, to say the least. Of course, the Aces are like a game out of a playoff spot. So forfeiting that game could uh, keep them out of the playoffs. So that's happening out there as well. Also, you know... I've got this story about Hulk Hogan, and it seems like I've done a lot of wrestling stuff today, especially with Samoa Joe from earlier. But remember when Hulk Hogan had his whole issue where, like, WWE pretty much just broke him from the website, or, you know, just kind of washed him clean from the website? Nope. He said some racial terms. He got caught. And it's not going to happen. You know, Hulk Hogan's been fired, etc. Apparently, all has been forgiven. (laughs) All has been forgiven with Hulk Hogan. I'm going to post the picture later on. He went to Tampa Bay's training camp. He lives down in Georgia, or excuse me, down in Florida. And he's posing with everybody down there for pictures. They all thinking that they're the greatest thing ever. In fact, some of the guys are saying that, uh, you know, he's the guy who told me to uh, say my prayers and take my vitamins, etc. We are a forgiving country. We really, really are. So I guess everything's good with Hulk Hogan now because he's down there posing for pictures with everybody else. So there you go. We can wipe our hands of that. All right. So if you have a response to what I said earlier about these top 25 polls, the teams I don't think belong in them include Florida State and uh, Florida. I don't think that I just don't think they belong there. Also, the jump from Ohio State third, excuse me, fourth in the CBS poll, ninth in the SI.com poll. Wow. Here's the other thing, too. They've got West Virginia ranked 10th in SI, but 20th in CBS Sports. I wonder how many of these people have actually seen a West Virginia game. I'm just wondering, because I think West Virginia is going to have one of the best offenses in the country. I think their defense is going to be a turnstile, but... They're going to score points on just about everybody.
But interesting stuff there with both top 25 polls coming out today. And as we get closer and closer to the season, I'm sure there'll be a lot more of these coming around. But my surprise team in all of college football, my team this year's UCF, you heard it here first on August the 7th, is going to be the Florida Atlantic Owls. I think they're going to run rough shot over their schedule. They get past that Oklahoma game, stand by. And I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but they have the offensive firepower to do it. And if they go in there and they hit them in the mouth, they'll, they'll, they can win that game. Then the college football playoff is going to look kind of silly because, not in my eyes, because I don't think a Conference USA champion has any, any business in the, uh, in the playoff, but there's going to be the people that are going to complain and say, you know what? You theoretically screwed over Central Florida last year. Now you're screwing over Florida Atlantic. Is this playoff like the BCS was and just caters to the SEC? Because that's what the BCS was. Or are we going to try to make it for everybody? So that's my team that's going to be the... uh, There's going to be a lot of people on the playoff committee that are going to be like, "Uh uh-oh. If they win that game against Oklahoma, Florida Atlantic is going to be brutal. Their schedule's got, their schedule checks out for them. They should roll right through it. Uh, one other note from both of these polls. I'm not sure why everybody is so enamored with Michigan. I mean, Jim Harbaugh hasn't done anything since he's been there. I mean, they've taken trips to Venice. Does that help? I guess that can get you into the top 25, top 15, and everybody thinks that you're just wonderful. I don't know. That's just interesting to me that uh, every year, regardless of what happens, Michigan is in the top 15. Write it down. Come November, though, they're sitting at 8-3, and hoping to go to Ohio State and do something up there, but they never do. I think it's at the point now with with Michigan where if Jim Harbaugh doesn't win the Big Ten, there's going to be a group of people that are going to be saying, hey, you know what? Maybe we need a different coach. I think it's at that point. And the guy's kind of a weirdo anyway. Having sleepovers with kids, that's, that's just weird. Telling kids not to eat chicken because it's a nervous bird? I don't know. Maybe I'm just out of my gourd. If you think that uh, the hot seat is hot for Jim Harbaugh, let me know this afternoon, 803-978-1832, 803-978-1832. More college football when we come back. And I've got my idiot of the day. I'll tell you who that is in just a moment. This is The Rundown on Fox Sports Radio 1400. Welcome back to The Rundown. Follow Rob on Twitter at RobSoundsGood. And welcome back into The Rundown. I am Rob Sanders. Thanks for joining me this afternoon. So I was driving into work this morning, and I seen one of those big like car wrecks. It was out on, um, out on I-20, out there towards my house out in Northeast Columbia. And the first thing I think of is, man, I hope everybody's safe in those cars because that is, anytime you see a wreck like that, it just, you just kind of cringe a little bit. Then I think about my friends 
out at the Chapin Farm Bureau office, Brent Branham and Heather Brugerton. Why? Because that's who you think of when you think of your insurance, or that's who I think of. When's the last time you had your insurance checked? Call Brent Branham and Heather Brewerton today at the Chapin Farm Bureau office. They'll look at your insurance. Make sure it's right. A lot of people just pay their insurance. It automatically gets drafted out of your account. You don't even really think about it. It just comes in and goes. Bam, you're out. Chapin Farm Bureau will look at it, make sure that it's right, and make sure you have what you need. 803-345-5756. Or just stop in to the Chapin Farm Bureau Insurance Agency, 1409 Chapin Road in Chapin. Brent's kind of cool, man. He's got one of those big, like, deer heads in his office, all kinds of stuff, but he's a big hunter. So you can just go by and check out some of his trophies. I'm trying to get him to take me to go hog hunting with him in Arkansas just because I've never been on hog hunting. I just think it'd be kind of cool to go. I, I probably would see a hog and laugh at it, and I probably wouldn't shoot it. I don't know. I like, I like to hunt, I guess, but just seeing a hog, I know if you don't, those things, will, they, can, they can really, really mess you up. So, interesting stuff from earlier. In case you missed it, I'm going to play it again real quick here. This is from the defensive line coach from South Carolina. When he was asked about a four-man pass rush um, this morning after practice. Uh, Today was the first day of pads, you know. um, We're really... You know, with the three guys we got up front that came that last year played ball, we're, we're confident with them. We think they're better. They're doing some good things. And with those guys inside and the guys we have outside, I think we'll be in a better situation with, you know, answering your question with Rush. But, but right now, to be honest with you, with the young guys, you know, Davis first day at pad, so that's always a reality check, you know. But, um, you know, all we're trying to get them to do is, um, you know, accept our expectations in terms of, you know, playing with effort, playing with toughness, playing with discipline. And I'll be honest with you guys, this generation of kid, really, you start from, you know, ground zero. You teach them how to listen. You know, you say, hey, what day of the week it is, and they tell you January. <laughs> so, you know, we're really trying to get them to listen, understand that this is a process, and don't get frustrated with expectations or what your mom and dad are wanting you to do or what, you know, you guys want them to do. Let's just go out and work hard, work right every day, and be the best we can be. That's Lance Thompson, the defensive line coach for South Carolina. You know, that is an area that the Gamecocks have some work to do. 26 sacks last season. 10th in the SEC. You got to be able to rush the passer. You know, all the coaches will tell you that. If you don't rush the passer, it's just really going to affect your defense a lot. South Carolina finished 25th in the country in uh, scoring defense last season. You think if they had gotten some more sacks, would have made a little bit more of a difference. Lance Thompson also said there are a lot of a lot of Gamecock fans that they're they're talking about uh, the defensive tackle Sandage and a lot of these young guys, and they're talking about you know these guys are going to help fill holes. And he actually said in his comments, "The world's expecting a lot from these guys. Let's give them a little time to develop." I think that that is one position that and the offensive line. You need time to develop. You don't really hear about a lot of freshmen coming in and making huge strides. Same thing goes for the offensive line as well. It's just tough. It's really tough to get your footwork right, getting up to speed with the offense, etc. So I think the adage that, and Clemson has the same thing with Xavier Thomas, 
and the young man from North Carolina that uh, is highly touted. They may come in and make some plays, but you have to look at it from this perspective. They're just kids, 18, 19-year-old kids, being thrusted into the insanity that is college football. You know, they may have played a game with maybe 10,000 people if they played at a big high school or whatever, a big state championship game. Go from that to 80,000 in the middle of uh, williams Bryce Stadium or up at Death Valley. The adage that these guys can just go out and just play as freshmen, it's pretty tough. And it's not me saying that. I know Kent uh, online is upset with me saying blah, 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 thinking that I'm bashing the Gamecock uh, defensive lineman. I'm not. They're coaches. So it's not me. He said, point blank, they need to develop. I think we put too much um, on freshmen. Same way with, uh, with Trevor Lawrence, at quarterback up at Clemson. The Clemson fans are automatically thinking, hey, this guy's the real deal. He had a good spring practice, even though he was the second-best player, uh, second-best quarterback. Chase Bryce had a better spring, spring game than both Kelly Bryant and Trevor Lawrence. Chase Bryce won't see the field this year. Maybe for some plays in mop-up time. 803-978-1832 is the number. 803-978-1832 is the number. If you want to get involved with the program this afternoon, you've got a couple of minutes left. We can take your call. Also, follow me on Twitter. I'm at Rob Sounds Good. I'll have the interview up with Samoa Joe later. He had some interesting answers to some of the uh, questions that I put out there for him. The uh, big headlines for today, though, the SI Top 25 has Clemson at 1, Alabama at 2. CBS Sports, their Top 25, has uh, Alabama at 1, Clemson at 2. And, of course, you've got the uh, Gamecocks at number 22 in the CBS.com poll. So check that out, and uh, you can uh, check out both of those polls. I'll have them both up on my blog page at FoxSportsRadio1400.com later today. I've also got a really interesting uh, Samoa Joe match that I found earlier today. That's up on the blog page. And the one thing that was interesting the most about that interview, in case you missed it, was how no-nonsense this guy is. He just doesn't. He's as blunt as he looks in the ring. Nothing I threw at him surprised him. He's ready to go. Knock it out. Craziness. Shout out to my buddy Ethan Case online. Yes, you did miss the Samoa Joe interview, but I will have it up and podcasted shortly. I'll send you your own copy, Ethan. That way you can have it, man. That's that's the kind of guy I am. All right. Tomorrow on the program, we are going to uh, work on having uh, our previews our second preview of the season, this time with Furman. They're going to get better, I promise. I just promised that we would preview every team. So you got to get through the cupcake schedule that each uh, South Carolina and Clemson has. If you go with my way of scheduling things, where you actually schedule Power 5 opponents instead of, instead of scheduling these teams that have no chance, you wouldn't have to hear previews on Furman and Coastal. Just saying. So don't yell at me. Yell at your athletic director who scheduled, you know, what they scheduled. But we have to check out Furman. We have to check out uh, Coastal. And then we'll move into there. The Texas A&M preview, I think, is going to be interesting. I've got that next week. Also on the show this week, the Gamecock apologist, the comrade Mike Dabreski, will be in studio. As I said, he'll tell you why the Gamecocks are going 10-2. and And Will Muschamp is the absolute best coach ever. Also... 
You've got uh, Matt Smith from southernpigskin.com. He will join me on Friday. He's got some interesting picks for the Gamecocks and how their season is going to end. Lawton Swan of Clemson Sports Talk, the czar of Clemson Sports, will uh, be up in just a little bit. Thanks so much for listening to The Rundown. This is Fox Sports Radio 1400. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.